Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. So this is the first for the podcast because we are driving to London to go to the launch of Star Wars. What's it called? False False Friday. False Friday. False Friday Two. Electric Boogaloo may not be called Electric Boogaloo. We should be, but it should be. Um, so you'll know my voice. I'm Nick. I'm with Graham. Hi. Graham has been mentioned on the podcast many times. I've never coached him on. And this is the only way I can coax him onto a podcast is by sitting in the car with him and pressing record. So that that's kind of it. Um, and I think, other than, I, th- I think actually, out of all of my friends, you're probably the most, you're probably the biggest Star Wars fan that I know. Um, I've got friends that are Star Wars fans, but you know, like me, you have Star Wars clothes. You've got much more Star Wars merchandise than I've got as well. Um, because we're that age now, though. I think we are that kind of age. age. Yeah, yeah. We were slightly too young for when it first came out um, because we're both under forty. Yeah. Um, but we were there at a time when the toys were out and the films just hit video, and people were still loving Star Wars. So, and at least we weren't around for when. The, you know, I feel sorry for millennials because when we were kids, we had the original trilogy. Yeah. And they had episodes one, two, and three. And that was their Star Wars. Which makes me really sad because they, a lot of them prefer them to the original trilogy. Do they really though? Yeah. Jesus. And people who haven't had the experience of the original trilogy and started watching the new episodes, like a young lad who I play golf with, also prefers the new stuff to the original stuff. Which I mean, really upsets me. That, that is very disappointing. Uh, I thought that was a myth. No. <laughs> I, I have spoken to a few people that do like... Well, actually, Craig, who I did a podcast with, he, he um, he's a bit of a um, apologist for the first three films. Yeah. And I don't think, really, you need to apologise much for um, the third one. I can't remember what the third one's called now. What's the third one called? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, of course it is. Um, I, I really don't like Attack of the Clones because uh, it's a John Carter ripoff essentially. Yeah. Even though that kind of technically the film version came after. Um, and episode one has many boring bits, but does have some decent bits in there as well. But I, I really they don't hold up. No. They don't hold up, and I think they look a lot more dated than the original trilogy as well, which makes no sense. Because they were filmed at a time when you know special effects had kind of come along, yeah. but CGI, I suppose. Yeah. Mr. Lucas trying to make a bit of cash mm. and trying a little bit too hard and failing miserably. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well, yeah. actually. Um, so, we're, we're travelling on the motorway at the moment, going towards London. The event is happening at John Lewis in Oxford Street. And funny enough, we were just talking about the fact that um, I went to the last Fools Friday, which didn't even have a number, number in it. It was a bit like the first Star Wars. It wasn't originally called A New Hope, episode four. I mean, it had that in the, in the scroll, but, you know, the, the title, that was kind of adapted later on. Um, so I went to the first Fools Friday, which was happening a few doors down at the Disney store in Oxford Street. Um, and I decided very late on to go, and... Uh, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley is Daisy Ridley isn't it yeah, yeah. Um, they turned up as a surprise unannounced um, did some signing took photos and stuff and it was it was great um, we've got no idea what's happening tonight so we could be faced with a similar situation that's the that's the hope that's the ideal is that we have a similar kind of event somebody from the film comes along to it at the very least there is a cantina they built a Star Wars cantina yeah. uh, which Graham's already seen a picture of and says it looks really good I'm assuming they're going to be serving blue milk well there's no mention of blue milk there is a mocktail but no blue milk interesting because I suppose there was never blue milk in the cantina no there wasn't was there no that's one of those movie misconceptions exactly. a bit like play it again Sam or beam me up Scotty which apparently was never said I, I've not big enough into Star Trek to know that for sure, but I'm. I, I, I've said once. Had to have been. Yeah, you like to think so, yeah. but I'll have to ask my sister-in-law. Actually, she's a big Trek nut. But uh, so anyway, we're you know we're, we're going to London. It's exciting. The event is from 12 a.m. till 2 a.m., which is the same as it was for the, the Disney store launch, and it's kind of unprecedented because I can't think of any other film or any kind of toy line that would warrant a store to open up after hours just so you can buy the merchandise when it's allowed to be sold it's I mean I, I, mean, I, I remember with the, the uh, episodes 1, 2 and 3 then doing similar kinds of things but I think Star Wars is quite unique in it. I don't think there's any other kind of fandom that allows that kind of thing to happen no so it's quite unique in, in that way even with the likes of Guardians and a lot of the Marvel franchises there yes they've got the movies opening at midnight and whatnot, but nothing with merchandise and actual especially with like big chains like John Lewis actually partnering up with Disney to host an event like this yeah yeah I think yeah actually I think that's even more unprecedented because at least last time you know Star Wars is now in the Disney family yeah so that in itself makes sense um, but John Lewis has no ties no. no ties to Disney no ties to to Star Wars it's uh, obviously for those in England you know what it is John Lewis for American listeners is um, massive department store I suppose a bit like Macy's or something yeah. that kind of thing um, and, and there's a fair few around the country but they're normally uh, in big towns yeah. aren't they they're not everywhere but in, in big major towns they have a John Lewis um, and I believe this is one of the biggest in the country if not their flagship but uh, but still unprecedented because again it's, it's not really got that affiliation with Star Wars so um, can you imagine oh sorry not imagine because you can't imagine that can you remember 
your kind of earliest Star Wars memory where it really kind of got ingrained with you? Um, going to the cinema to watch Return of the Jedi, probably. Okay. Okay. More than likely. Yeah. And was that was that in its original release? Or? Original release. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Graham's a couple of years older than me. Not um, that many. Well, uh, just to put into perspective, I had just come out of the womb when Return of the Jedi came out of cinema. So, you know, you've got a couple of years on me at least. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Funny, actually, mine ties in, my, my Star Wars memory ties into Oxford Street because um, my first understanding and awareness of Star Wars was um, my dad back when. Uh, he used to love me and hadn't disowned me. Um, I talk about that every now and again on the podcast. Oh, really? it's, it's, yeah, I like to drop it in. I think you know, I think it makes me more real. Um, he uh, he'd gone on about this film I'd really enjoy. I must have been about four, maybe four, I think I was about four. And Star Wars has been released for the first time on on video. Yeah. Because one thing that again the youth of today will not understand is that. When a film came out of the cinema, you'd have to wait years to either see it on TV or be able to rent it yeah. on video. You couldn't even buy it on video. Uh, selling videos was quite a late thing. Yeah. Um, and pirating was even uh, probably uh, a little bit later. I don't know. I think pirating was probably around the same kind of time. Depends if you do somebody with a couple of video players. Yeah. Um, that's certainly how I got to see uh, E.T., more than once um, after the cinema rumours but um, my dad said to me I'd really like this film Star Wars and to be honest I most of the things my dad liked I didn't like so I wasn't holding out much hope for this <laughs> and we went up to to Oxford Street to the, uh, the HMV which was there then moved and has now moved back again to its original location um, just by Bond Street yeah. and um I don't know if that was the only place you could buy it, but it's certainly... You, you couldn't just go and buy it anywhere. You had to go to specific shops to buy it. So we went up to London to buy this video and bring it back. And I remember coming home and watching it that afternoon. And I was obsessed. Yeah. Absolutely obsessed. Um, and I watched it every Sunday for over a year. Every Sunday without fail. That would be my going to church was watching um, A New Hope. And then he told me at some point that there was two more, and that blew my mind. I was like, how can there be two more of these? Um, because they didn't get released at the same time, they got released quite a bit later. So, um, and, I, and, I, and I don't know about you, but what was good for me is by the time the films hit video, toy shops had stopped selling the toys. So I was getting all the toys from car boot fairs. Uh, like flea markets yeah. um, and and places like that so I got loads of toys and loads of vehicles because it was so cheap whilst people that were probably a bit older than us would be asking for that stuff for Christmas and might get an X-Wing or something <laughs> well I used to get picked up after school and taken to a local news agents and pretty much most days was getting a Star Wars figure oh. of some 
district. So I remember having to sort of talk to my mother about getting me a, uh, a new figure most days. <laughs> and actually cutting out the tokens off the back of the cards. Yep. So it's to send off for the special figures. My brother, my older brother, had already had a, a head start on me as well, so he had quite a lot of already the, the big playsets, like right. the original Falcon, Vader's Death Star Chamber, a lot of the sort of more random stuff that you don't I actually see. And I, was, I didn't even know they did a Death Star Chamber. Yeah, so amazing. Um, so already he got quite a collection at home. Yeah, and we were just adding to it as. Jedi came out as because he'd already done New Hope, done Empire. Empire yeah. So yeah, I was quite lucky to be getting some of the uh, actual off-card, tearing them open, and my mother giving most of my stuff away when I moved out. So. Oh, that's the pain. That's the pain because I've still got all my Star Wars stuff, but. Um, they're at the aforementioned parents' house, which means that I don't actually have them anymore. <laughs> but I have them, but I don't have them. I literally don't have them. But um, I mean, I've still got a lot of the original um, spaceships. So I didn't. I got a couple of vehicles boxed, yeah. um, which you know, foresight. Which I, cl- I left them closed, but of course, wanted to play with them. So I had things like um, getting a land speeder that was still boxed, yeah. um, and a snow speeder that was boxed, and a tie fighter. Um, so you've, they're still boxed. You've never played with them. No, 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 no. no I did play with them. Oh, well, I mean, he's, I got them in the box, oh, okay, but okay, had okay, I yeah. realised, yeah, I would have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but then you would have had the enjoyment of actually playing with them. Exactly. And I mean, the thing is, like, if, you know, if you could do like a Stu Griffin or something and go back in time. Then you would buy two of everything, exactly. but you weren't to know, and you wanted to play with them. Yeah. Um, you could pop wings off a tie fighter. Why would you not want to? Exactly, I love that feature. <laughs> I love that. Although my snow speed, I could never get my snow speeder to work because do you remember the snow speeder had like the barrels, those in and out barrels? Oh um, no, I was thinking the um, the lights. Oh, the um, mine had like plastic lights. Yeah, I mean, like, like strip lights. Yeah, yeah, like a like a tube. Light yeah. thing, I couldn't get mine to work, which was uh, which was annoying. But um, but it was still a good, it was still a good vehicle. Um, Did you have a favourite vehicle? I always wanted the X-wing, and so when I got the X-wing, I loved the X-wing. Yeah. But I loved playing with the uh, Atat yeah. and the ATST. Yes. That the ATST was a scale wasn't it? Yeah. Like the chicken legs. So you could press the button and the legs That's right. Legs and the legs around. would move around. Yeah. yeah. So just for that, I loved it. But I also really had a soft spot for the speeder bikes because they blew up. Yes. And I liked that. Um, what about yourself? Uh, probably TIE Fighter. Mm-hmm. Because the pop-off yeah, wings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic. Yeah. And strangely, I really enjoyed the Ewok Village. I, I didn't have the Ewok Village, but I knew somebody who had it when it was re-released as Sherwood Forest. Oh, really? Yeah. So when they did the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves line, yeah. um, they re-released the Ewok Village as Sherwood Forest. Yeah. 
um, and it was you know just a few different stickers. Um, and even, even some of the figures, even some of the uh, Robin Hood figures, were just remolded Star Wars figures with a slightly different head. It was a uh, bizarre time for action figures. But I never had, I never had any of the uh, like the playsets like that. So, you know, I had the I had some of the big vehicles, and I had like the the Rebel Transport, which a lot of my figures lived in. Yeah, uh, goodies and baddies. I wasn't segregating. <laughs> I, I didn't believe in segregation, um, even then. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, in fact, the only one that you could argue was kind of one of those play sets that I had. Uh, was Jabba's Palace, oh, yeah. which wasn't a proper playset, but it did have the the stand that Jabba was on. Yeah, and that actually another one that I remember getting. There was a toy shop in East Ham that used to do a lot of the Star Wars toys, even into the early nineties, and that's where I got um, the Max Rebo band. Oh, good one! And I like that. Yeah, because you had like the little keyboard thing. There's there's a little keyboard thing. Similar to what Cosmic Rays have got. Yeah. yeah That's what probably I Cosmic Ray was probably based around. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't know which one came first, but I imagine probably similar kind of time. Um, but that, that reminds me of well, that, that cable. Rebo must have been before Cosmic Ray. I don't know, what, I don't know when Cosmic Ray launched. Um, and obviously, uh, on this podcast, we don't do facts. Oh, okay. So I won't be. Well, I mean, we do. But, I mean, that, that means I have to Google well, and I'm get the answer. I don't think Cosmic Ray was an original park star. I don't know if he was there from day dot. No. No, he won't have been there from day dot. He so, won't have been there from day dot. Yeah. Oh, you are going to I'm actually going to Google it. Google it. Uh, Cosmic... What's it called? Cosmic Ray, Ray's... Starlight Cafe. Oh, that's it. Yeah, let's see if we can find out when it opened. I'm going to have to Wikipedia. I can't think of anywhere else that would do it. It's an odd thing. Um, yeah, so was it, I mean, so we talked a little bit about vehicles and playsets. Was there a particular figure that was like a favourite of yours? Uh, so I had some odd choices when it comes to figures. Yes. Yeah, about ones I liked. Scout Trooper was always one of my favourites. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the Return of the Jedi one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I liked that armor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Leia's boo should be a, one of my other favorites. Yeah. Yeah. That was quite a good one. Only because again it was kind of going back to sort of the mask tie-in as well. <laughs> yes, because it came off, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it come with the. Um, The staff, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember the detonator, but I, I could remember the. Uh, I can remember that. Cosmic rays, starlight. There's no Wikipedia entry for it. Really? Yeah. Must be. No, I don't recognise that. It's right on here. Um, I liked, and I don't. I mean, I think. I think when I was a kid, like I really liked um, Return of the Jedi. I think that was my favourite. Yeah. Even though I think when you grow up, you appreciate the films in a different light, and normally is everyone's least favourite of those of the, of the first three. Um, but I liked the um, the guard, the one that looks a little bit like a, a warthog. 
the green the one. Gorg, not the Gorgonian. Yeah. Uh, But him, yeah, that weird one. Um, what other ones that I really like? I like the, the whole the, the Max Reba band was good. Um, I liked, even though it was a stupid one. <laughs> I liked that robot that had all the plastic arms that came out. The um, like the from Empire. Bot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even talked about the um Oh, what's what's the um the thing from Empire Strikes Back? Is it Tonton? Tonton. Tonton. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you could stop uh stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had an open stomach. Very strange for a kid's toy. What were they thinking? True to the film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean you can't you can't um you can't dispute that. No, Kenner were all over that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I mean I think we got a few different. Um, oh, uh, nineteen ninety four. It looks like Cosmic Rays. There you go. Just double checking. Dust, uh, yeah, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Okay, so that so kind of makes sense. Cosmic Rays is a rip off. Oh, hang on. Oh no, it's called Tomorrowland Terrace, Terrace originally. And it was Cosmic Rays once it was New Tomorrowland in 1994. So that makes sense. Because that's still there, isn't it, really, yeah. the Terrace? Um, yeah, I don't think... I think we might have, might have had some differences because we didn't really get Kenner in the UK. I think it was Power Toy. Oh, I'm sure um, they, yeah. Or the cards were still carded up as Kenner. I think we may have got some. Yeah. But oh well, and I think the original, I think the I think after Empire Strikes Back it was Kenner, but I think before that they were under license in the UK okay. by like the company that did like the Kenner stuff. Um, because I know the lightsabers, there was a few different variations of lightsabers. I'm not sure if if that was if that was why or not. They might be but, because you had the young kids' toys at that point. Hmm. Not as old folk toys. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And uh, I quite liked it when they when they come back out with when they relaunched Star Wars like '94 because I think the last series, certainly the last one I knew of, was the Power of the Force, yeah. which came with those coins. Yeah, I never got any of those. I was quite disappointed. Um, but by that point, I decided to move on to Ghostbusters and Thundercats. So. <laughs> uh, I was playing less and less with Star Wars um, but when I did the Power of the Force around 94 yeah 95 um, that was quite good because the mod that the, the the designs of the figures were certainly an improvement on what we'd had before but I was kind of again at the wrong age because I was at that stage kind of drifting out of toys and I wished that I knew what I knew now because I would have certainly bought those with the money that I was getting for pocket money yeah. rather than spending it on pogs. <laughs> because po- pogs ain't making me money. That's <laughs> for fucking sure. No, they really not. <laughs> not even the Star Wars pogs. No, um, with the slammers you weren't getting proper no, money for. No, 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 no. 
All those metal ones. <laughs> what a waste. What a waste. Um, yeah, so that's that's Star Wars. Um, we're, we're, we've hit central London now. It was quite clear, really, wasn't it? Yeah. I suppose. I suppose it's the time of night we're going, but it's nice. And it's Thursday night and everyone's still out drinking. That is true. So. Yeah, everyone's out drinking. We're trying to buy, buy toys <laughs> in our 30s. Um, not to play with, obviously. No. That's not what we're going to buy two. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we can play with one and then just put one away. That's a, well. I never, I never did that last time because I, um, I got because of because of John Boyega and Daisy really being there. I got their figures signed. Yeah. Got one for each of the kids. Didn't get one sign for me. That's how much of a loving father I am. I don't even like Star Wars, and I got them signed stuff. And I, the plan was that I would then buy, uh, you know, second versions so they yeah. could open them up and play with them. And like, I, I didn't do that. So that's an excuse to buy more toys, surely. Yeah, because I didn't so. buy that. I didn't buy these ones, so you can have some new ones now. <laughs> that's slightly different. I have seen a couple of the um, the toys that are being launched tonight, um, and I don't know what size they are. I'm assuming that they, they, they must be three and three quarter inch traditionals. Um, but I saw a, a Ray and a, and a Luke, and uh, the skulls them look really good. Yeah. So I think that might be what I'm going for tonight. Uh, is there anything that you're you're looking for in particular? No, I was I was talking to again Claire and Lindsay earlier about that, and I don't think there's there any, are wives. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that's jumping at me at the moment. Right, I can actually think of it. I go, I want. Because there's that pops. Uh, because that's the thing like a couple of the things that I have seen so on John Lewis's page they advertised a few items that were going to be for sale tonight okay one of them I think is a massive spoiler if I'm honest well I saw earlier um, the Pop Funko Mystery Minis have been released as well oh okay the, there was, people were thinking they're going to bring out Empire first right but they've just gone straight to Last Jedi Jeez. So you've got a whole box of twelve characters sitting there. Of <laughs> that's a big spoiler. Yeah. Well, because I've seen um, I saw Lego Snook. Yeah, I in one of the sets. Well. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a bit of a spoiler. But I saw a spoiler about one of the main characters. I don't really want to talk about it in case it actually is a spoiler. But I was quite surprised that they did that. Um, well, you don't do facts on this one, so you may as well just. That is true. There, so, <laughs> so there's a there's a pop, and it will be. I don't even know why I'm saying it's a spoiler because it's going to be in the shops Friday. Yeah. So tough shit. Um, in about. Twelve uh, hours. Twelve hours. Yeah, easy. Um, there's a pop of Finn dressed in what looks like to be officer garb, as in imperial officer garb. Really? Yeah. And I thought that's a bit odd. That was the only thing they showed. They had a Ray in training costume, which you've kind of seen in trailers, and Luke in the same. But it just looked odd, and I thought that seems a bit spoilery. But it could be absolutely nothing. I saw Sphero have got are launching three new robots tonight. Are they? They are. Yeah, I say three. That's a lie, actually, because one is R2D2. Okay. Uh, which makes sense, um, especially after I bought. 
the Hasbro version for the kids for Christmas. Thanks, Vero. Spoiler. They're not listening to this, it's fine. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they've re- they're um, releasing another... Where's he going? Don't know. Someone's just decided to stop... Uh, <laughs> pull up on the pavement in front of us. Uh, somewhere they're not allowed legally to park, so it's very uh, opposite. Um, a new BB-8, okay, which looks exactly the same the as the first BB. Well, the second one's battle damaged. Oh, okay. they, they they gave it some gouges. Yeah. Is it um, probably BB-8? That's right. This one looks identical to the first one. Um, I'm assuming it must do something else for them to re-release it. Um, and there is also. Um, there is also a new. Oh, uh oh. That's alright. There is also a new black droid that looks like BB-8 but in black. Uh-oh. But it's not. But it's definitely not BB-8. It has got a different name. But we can't work out. We I showed it to uh, my wife earlier, and we're not sure if it's actually going to be featured in the film. It could be one of these secondary characters that you see in the background of a shot. Yeah. You know, rather Something than a... Sweeping up in the Death Star. Or... Exactly. Which I still want, actually. <laughs> still want. Um, so, they, 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 so there's three new Sphero's. There's some new Lego products, which I think are launching tonight, because um, they were on the John Lewis page. So there's a couple of builder figures, okay. like I did before. Yep. There's a Chewbacca one now, and a Ray. And there's also a BB-8. So like a, a fairly dumpy. Yeah, yeah. It, I've got to be honest. It doesn't look great. No. Because I don't think it's the right size. No. And I thought about, oh, maybe I could buy that for the kids for Christmas. But it's like ten to twelve years or something. So it must be like a bit of a fiddly one to do as well. So I don't know. Choking parts. Choking parts, rather than choking chickens. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but but there's nothing really that's you're, you're thinking is, is what you've no. got to buy again unless there's someone there tonight that's going to sign something exactly yeah yeah who don't know well I mean I think okay well I'll tell you what so it, it's a clean slate it's going to be someone from the new film so uh, it's not going to be well I mean I suppose it could be Warwick Davis but I would have thought if they're going to have anyone there it would be a main actor from the film so if it was someone who was a main character in the film and you could kind of carte blanche it not not Kate Blanchett by the way um, who would you want to see there? Well Hamill probably yeah Yeah. but is he going to make an appearance at John Lewis on a Thursday night? well that's that's the question that is the question. Um, Lindsay said, "Do you reckon Carrie Fisher will be there?" And I sold her too soon, army. That's just that's just not nice. No, unless they bring Way her out in a soon. little pot. <laughs> go the dog. <laughs> bring Gary, fly go the dog over. Um, I, I mean, John Boyega lives in London, so it would make and I. And I believe Daisy Ridley is also living in England as yeah. well. So I think that's why it was easy to bring them in last time. And to be honest, if they brought them in again, I wouldn't be upset. No, of course At not. all. Um, because they are pretty much the main characters. Yeah. Um, I don't think you'd get Oscar Isaac to do anything. 
he comes across a bit miserable. Well, Although... They always, they always said that about Hamill, though, didn't they? A lot of the Comic-Con regulars always moaned that he was a bit of a miserable sod. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, whether or not he is. Yeah. I know I've never been there to meet him, but... Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't know, I think he's had a, a strange career in the... Um, you know, he was he was kind of typecast and, you know, other than a bit of voice work, he wasn't really doing anything. No. But I think over the years he's kind of embraced it a bit more. A bit like Tim Curry yeah. and Rocky Horror, where he kind of tried to denounce himself from it because... That was what he was. Yeah. That was it. That yeah. was his life. And, and it, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe Anthony Daniels? Yeah, no, he's supposed to be an arsehole. He was really... When we met him couple of years ago at the Disney store he was really good I he introduced um, Attack of the Clones at Leicester Square when I saw it opening day yeah and he was polite then he, he didn't do like a meet and greet but he seemed polite then but I know a lot of people don't have many nice things to say about him but he's in this so that would yeah. that would make sense um James L. Jones isn't so I won't see him. No. And that means they can't win out Dave Prowse either. No. I think Peter Mayhew's probably a little bit too old to be partying at 12 o'clock at night. But you never know. But, I, you know, happily. So, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if, I think for any Star Wars fan, Hamill's got to be up there. Yeah, definitely. Because it's Luke. But, uh, you like, know. He's going to have a pretty major role in this one, so. Yes. Yeah, be interesting. He makes it. I was thinking, like, is he going to be in the? Is he going to be in a third one? Uh, I I don't know because they could Yoda him off. They could yeah, do a bit of Yoda. Ghost Luke. Yeah, which is a spin-off in in itself. So it sounds like a comedy if you ask me. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I think because uh, spoiler alert, they killed Handsider off in. Episode seven, just in case. No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been up. Sore <laughs> subject for a lot of people. But because they did that, I think if they killed Luke off in this one, it'd be a bit much. Like to lose like your two arguably two of your most popular characters and most well known characters in two films. Bearing in mind that we know Carrie Fisher's not gonna be in the third one. You know. So that's heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah. Very well, much. She so. was pretty dire in uh, Force Awakens. She didn't age as well as the others, especially in her voice. No. Um, you know, Bloody in terms. Th- uh, that was uh, out of Van, not Carrie Fisher's uh, no, never spirit. Fisher. No. Um, but certainly because of her issues. She was the one that changed the most, I think. Yeah. You know, everyone had aged, but, you know, Han Solo still mumbles, and Luke, well, he didn't say anything, but um, Carrie Fisher's voice had really changed. Yeah, but she had enjoyed the years up to that point, hadn't she? She, She'd had a bloody good time. (laughs) She'd had a bloody good time. Um, She'd had to spend her uh, her (laughs) things properly and her royalties. And because her her daughter was in that, wasn't she? I wonder if she'll get an expanded part. Now, I maybe hmm. I know she wasn't like Leia's daughter, but maybe they'll CGI her. Apparently not. Oh. 
apparently not. Although, I mean, I, I really think that worked well in Rogue One. Yeah, very well. I thought it was very good. I know a lot of people still think it was a bit Uncanny Valley, but I liked it. Um, yeah. We're getting ever closer. We're in Trafalgar Square now, Trafalgar aren't we? Square. Yeah. Oh. Adam, if you listen to this, if this actually records and you can actually hear it, um, you were talking about why you'd want to come to England. I can't really say why, if I'm honest, but we do have stuff like Trafalgar Square, and I think you need to see that kind of thing. You just need to see London full stop, really. Yeah, I think it's. I think we take it. Well, I, I certainly do. I take it a bit for granted yeah. living so close to it, but it's a lot. It's got a lot more history than you get in most American towns. In any American town. <laughs> yeah, that is that is very true. Yeah, that is very true. Um, so there is that but at night I think it just there's just something about it at night all like there's loads of gothic buildings and it's bright but dark at the same time which sounds stupid but it's true it's probably the best way of summing it up it's the best of, of an evening it's the best time to see London yeah apart from cab drivers who <laughs> yeah well cab drivers are, are wankers pretty much anywhere yeah but especially especially here um, um, but yeah no London definitely of an evening A because it is a bit of a dirty city somebody just walked in front of us and walked backwards which is what I got here so that's good no. it is dirty and you can't see the dirt of an evening that is true um, but the lighting on a lot of the buildings is so well done mm-hmm. yeah it's like the anti-Vegas I suppose <laughs> yeah very much yeah I've got fountains in Trafalgar Square. They don't dance, but they, yeah. they, they you could dance in them. Yeah. Yeah, I'd get arrested, but you can dance in them. Um, and we've got a bloody big column. <laughs> I'm just looking at it now. I can't even see it all out of the car. It's very dark up there. So, but, uh, yeah, so that's London. Um, right. We're, we're not that far away, so I'll stop recording, and then... Um, depending on what happens when we're there um, we will either start recording in John Lewis depending on what's going on or if not we'll do uh, a bit of a debrief after um, and go from there this is what annoys me about idiots who can't drive in London and there are quite a lot of those as well yeah a lot yeah whoa Mr. Cab Driver it's not as bad as Hyde Park Corner, though. I've never, I've never really been around Hyde Park Corner, but and that's yeah, Hyde Park us get away from idiots. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, let's find somewhere to park, and then we'll walk. Yeah, not too loving far, it, loving it. No, but I have got my trademark scarf. Yeah, uh, it would be wrong with me to come without a scarf. Which one? Uh, Disney. I've got a Disney. I've got the Disneyland scarf, so it's got some X-Wings on it. Oh, okay. So there is a bit of Star Wars on there. I've got a Diz After Dark badge because I'm a sad loser. And I've got a Tron jacket because I'm having a Star Wars oh. fun. Whilst Graham is wearing a Boba Fett hoodie, are you wearing Star Wars trainers? Uh, no. No, okay. Star Wars trainers all sort of kind of got worn out. Yeah. But he's got a hoodie. I've got a Darth Vader t-shirt. I've got Darth Vader so. t-shirts. Oh, I've got Darth Vader t-shirts. Uh, mine's Uniqlo. Where's yours? I don't know actually. I 
think I got it as a present from one of our friends in the States. Uh, okay. So it might be, I don't know, Target, Walmart. Other shops are available, of course. Um, not quite as good. No, well, Uniqlo, it's a good shop. Other Japanese stores are around. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll record when something exciting happens. Uh, speak to you in a bit. Yeah. It is After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com. The home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines, and being turned away at restaurants. Contact me at WPMagicJourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at Dis After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will. talking about Vertu phones I'm not sure if that's uh... I've only seen them in, in America in Vegas and now Bond Street and now yeah <laughs> yeah but I mean in America like you wouldn't go into Walmart and, and see one <laughs> maybe they should maybe some of the uh, the rednecks that go there would, would enjoy a Vertu phone I don't know but page goes in so um, we have now left John Lewis 
and we are on our way back. Um, Graham, your thoughts on on the Star Wars Force Friday event at John Lewis? Yes. Half-hearted, I think. Yep. Um, I don't. It'd be unfair to say poor, but I might say poor. Would it? Would it be unfair? Not really. I it mean, was, it wasn't the best. No, and I mean, oh. Sumitsurei is still open. It's uh, late for them to be owned. Um, yeah, I mean, it. Um, well, I mean, the guy in charge of John Lewis. Yeah. Uh, I think that's who it, we think that's who it was. He um, he reckons that they spent about five weeks preparing for tonight's event. We estimate about five hours. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> there, there didn't seem to be five weeks worth no. of effort going into it. So, um, we recorded some audio of us going in to uh, John Lewis and through up the escalators and everything. And there was a lot. I mean, when we was outside, there was a lot of cosplayers, wasn't there? Yes. Um, there was a couple of people filming for different things. I'm I guessing John Lewis promotion more than anything else. Yeah, probably shop on some news channel or something. Because did you not know, like I, I appeared on a, in a Star Wars documentary last time? Did you at, the, at a Disney event? Um, somebody sent me a screen grab of me. They were interviewing Daisy Ridley, and I was in the background, oh. and that appeared on TV. So, um, so some of it will be shown somewhere. Or it might be like a DVD extra or something. But I, to be honest, I don't think. What we saw tonight will be a DVD extra anytime no, soon. But there was Disney cast members there. Was there? Yeah, yeah. there was uh, oh. a couple of Scottish ladies with uh, Disney. I don't think they were Imagineering lanyards, but they were definitely Walt Disney cast members. Oh, interesting. And they had their Disney badges as well. Hmm. Okay, so I mean, it was officially sanctioned, mm-hmm. but doesn't take away. So. We got the escalators. We go five floors up. Um, that's where the event was being held. Now, it was being promoted as uh, a limited event, and that it was going to be a cantina. And to their credit, when we got upstairs and we walked past some suits of armor, which we think we think were, were screen costumes, screen accurate. Um, they seem to be the right kind of sizes of Kylo Ren, Captain Phasma, and and Ray, right, yeah. and um, BB-8. And BB-8. Um, so we think they were they were genuine. Um, once you walk past those, there was hundreds, literally hundreds of boxes of Star Wars drones, yeah. um, which was they they just can't seem to shift anywhere. So. Um, we walked past those, and then we got to the cantina, which um, the bartenders were good. Yeah, the bartenders were good. I got some video of that, and I'll probably post it somewhere. Um, they were very good, um, and you had a choice of an alcoholic drink or a non-alcoholic drink. And the alcoholic drink was very gingery and quite strong. Yeah. And the non-alcoholic drink was fruity. And not strong because there was no alcohol in it. Um, so 
you know, that that's that was what it was. They they said there'd be a canteen of drinks, and there was a canteen of drinks. Can't really fault it in that way. Theming was okay. I wasn't blown away. No. But it, you know, they they put some effort into it, and the drinks came in little glass medicine type bottles, which seemed quite space agey. Yeah, I it suppose. Very, uh, it was because players were trying to palm it off as spice. Yes. Spice in the galaxy. That's right. That was true. So if you weren't being served at the bar, there were people <laughs> having it in satchels. It was a little bit like being offered drugs in a nightclub. Yeah. Um, allegedly, I I have no idea what that's like. Obviously. Um, <laughs> Just never accepted them. That's all. Well, I I haven't, and also you know replaced the word offered in a nightclub. To offered in Camden High Street, and that's my my experience. But anyway, I digress. So you had the cantina, and then you had a section towards the back of that floor, which had um, well, it started off with a load of Sphero. Yeah. So we had the new R two D two. Very good. BB nine yes bb9 e which it turns out is an evil bb8 i don't know if it's a clone i don't think clone robots but it was essentially a black bb8 um and they had bb8 as well to be honest the bb9 e to me seemed very similar to bb8 in terms of what it did and, and how it moves Almost identical. I didn't really understand why it was about 50 quid more than BB-8, if I'm honest. It wasn't any bigger. Um, R2-D2, though. Showstopper? Yes, excellent. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was great. It has a retractable leg, um, just like that Rolf Harris song. Oh, we can't mention Rolf Harris anymore, can we? Um, forget, forget. That leg, anyway. Yeah, let, let's, not, let's not dwell on, on Rolf Harris. But... It did have a retractable third leg, which was very good. Yeah. Um, and it also did the thing when it was um, shot by a Jawa. Mm-hmm. So it kind of did the uh, the weird kind of squeaky distress call uh, wobble and then fell on its face doing a Ric Flair flop. Very good. <laughs> um, how much was he? Was he 179? He was 179. So BB-8 was 99. Let's see if we can get him chattering. Ah, it's too quiet. It's a shame. Um, but um, that was good. So it was quite a bit more, but it, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it's the see best uh, droid up to date. He's better than BB-8. Yeah, yeah. Better I, than uh, he's not as quick as BB-8, no. but I think he did more than BB-8. Yeah. Um, so I think that was the main selling point for him. Um, so we had those. Then we had, I think it was called. Little bits, wasn't it? Droid little bits. It the the like construction R two D two like the kind yes. of see through thing. Yeah. So it appeared to be. Um, we didn't really pay that much attention to it. I'll be honest, but it appeared to be like a create your own droid yeah. set. Um, and it looked fine, but uh, it looks a little bit childish. If I'm, if it I'm honest. Cheap. Yeah, it was a hundred pounds, yeah. and it was—I mean, it was quite large, much larger than the Sphero stuff, but didn't seem to work anywhere near as well. It was no. another wrap thing, so yeah, it was um, all clear plastic, and the plastic looked flimsy. That's what I mean. It did look cheap, didn't yeah. it, in that regard? 
So there was that. And then past that was just a load of Lego. And I mean a shitload of Lego. Um, I think there's only about... I think there's about nine sets in total. And that included three figures. Yeah. Three Lego figures. So there's about five sets or so in total. Like actual normal sets. There was Kylo Ren's fighter, a bomber, Star Destroyer, that ship with Finn. Yeah. Atat. Yeah. Whatever that's called, like the new Atat Walker thing. I think that was it. Yeah. Oh, and the Lego set. Uh, oh, sorry, the, the Canada set. Yeah. So, which wasn't really Last Jedi, but still. Um, as, as expected, they kind of gave away a few spoilers. So, uh, Snook was in a set. So you got an idea of what he looks like in this film. Yeah. Um, Rose. Yeah, Rose, which is a new character. Um, no, they were, they were good. I mean, they're, they're Lego sets yeah. essentially. But oh, there was the BB-8 as well. Oh, wasn't yes. there a big, big, yeah. big massive BB-8? It's like eighty-five quid. Which looks alright. And they were but, still trying to knock out the Slave One and Tie Fighter collector's edition as well. Yeah, which are like two or three years old yeah. by this point. So I sell a few of those. Um, you know, and I like Lego, but uh, when it comes to sets like that, I, it doesn't really interest me. I'm more interested in the iconic stuff, mm-hmm. like that £650 Millennium Falcon <laughs> <laughs> that, that we'd love to uh, be able to afford to buy. Um, or at least justify, yeah. more than anything else. So there was that. Um, past the Lego... There was that Force Awakens Millennium Falcon that shoots the the Nerf bullet. Yeah. It's a bit pony. So they had a few of those they were trying to knock out. They had a talking Kylo Ren, which <laughs> looks like... Who did you say? Uh, the Hound out of Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I'll take, I'll take Graham's word for it, but I'll believe that because it was a bit... Yeah, it didn't look like Adam Driver at no. all. Very poor. Although I was going to say to you earlier that they did a, I showed my friend the other day. There's a Poe Dameron uh, figure in the three and three quarter line yeah. that looks identical to Johnny Knoxville. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe they signed off the likeness on that because it looks terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Uh, <laughs> money production. Money, right. money. Yeah. Um, but see, the thing is, like the first figures they did for that line, he was always wearing an X-Wing helmet. Yeah. And that's why they, he obviously didn't sign off the lightness. So I, I think he eventually just gave up the will to live. He's like, you're not going to get it right. So I don't get in this day and age when toy companies use 3D scanning technology to do realistic faces. They still struggle. That's don't get it. They still use Play Doh molds. <laughs> <laughs> they got the technology to scan it, just nothing to actually get the molds set up. There is that, I to suppose. Take over the kids to it at the weekend. So there was a few of those, and that, that was the only talking figure they had. And it said you could press, it, press, press the button and shake. and shake it. We didn't do that. We're not idiots. Um, <laughs> th- you, you don't want to be shaking a toy in a shop. That's, that's ludicrous, unless it's Ann Summers. So um, that was that for those there was just that one then we had lightsabers and the lightsabers you had Darth Vader Rey Skywalker um, 
and you also had Mace Windu, which they haven't done for a long time. So that was good. Um, unfortunately, my kids are now they have enough lightsabers so I can't justify that so the only way I'm going to get that is if I can justify it to the wife um, I do need a new Mace Windu one because the other one is at the parents yeah. so or just buy it and sneak it in the house I think she'll notice you don't think okay um, and it was also I don't know if you saw it that it was like a Jedi Sith lightsaber like shoes so it's like half past two so I'm yawning it's um yeah it was like one of the builder lightsabers and you could do different bits and pieces so yeah I I don't like them personally like if it's when it's like that it deviates too much away from the actual weapons they use Mm. I'm not interested so I wasn't really paying much attention to it I've got to be honest um and I think after that was it the um the BB-8 playset thing yeah but I can't remember what it was called I, I, I want to say the line's called like Galactic Heroes or something it was something random like yeah that. but it's the equivalent of like Weebles for Star Wars yeah or Imaginix <laughs> for uh, Power Rangers or Batman it was a Duplo toy wasn't it yeah and it was quite weird because it was a it was a big old playset oh yeah we'll talk about those as well um, it was a big old playset um, of BB-8, and you you kind of opened it out, and then it appeared to be like some kind of spaceship or something. Yeah. Um, it was a bit odd, really. I couldn't really understand exactly what it was supposed to be, but at the same time, it looked fun. Yeah. So I'd have been all over that. Now the most exciting thing that I think we <laughs> saw, so that was all that kind of guff, and then you kind of followed it round, and there was this. I think it's Lexmark, isn't it, that did it? But uh, the augmented... Lenovo. Is it Lenovo? Yeah, Lenovo. Okay. Um, so it's the augmented reality. Now, you knew about this. You'd seen this before, hadn't I'd you? I'd seen something about it called yeah. the Jedi Challenges. Right. Jedi Challenges. So, did, how much was it? Was it 250 250 250 Okay. So what this is... It's a it's a lightsaber which looks pretty cool actually. Lightsaber handle. Doesn't look particularly cheap, looks quite well done. Yeah. Um and a little kind of domey thing, wasn't it? That's was like I think that's like a motion tracking beacon. Yeah. Dome. Yeah. Uh, but you have that so that obviously um alerts where you are in conjunction to whatever it is you're doing. Um, and then this helmet, which I suppose in a way is a little bit like Luke's helmet in New Hope. Uh, little bit. Kind of just like a maybe VR it's just, headset. Maybe I'm giving it too much credit. Yeah. It's just a VR headset. Um, and what you do. The lady model. Yes. Good, yeah, it's true. Um, and what, what it is, it's one of these ones where you stick your phone in it. So you have to make sure you have a phone of a certain size. Um, but, it you know, you download the app to your, your Android or iOS device. And um, there, there was at least, well, there's, there's three modes to start off with. So there was uh, lightsaber uh, challenges. Um, there was one, there was like some kind of assault game as well. Yeah. 
where you controlled like rebel armies or, or Sith armies. Um, and then there was Hollow Chess, which looks fun as well, obviously, based on the, uh, the, the chess bit from the Millennium Falcon. So it looked really good, but you couldn't demo it. It wasn't ready for the demo. It's supposed to be out in November. Um, my only worry is is that it's at base, and I always worry when it's at base how long it's going to be supported for. But at the same time, it looks a lot of fun. Yeah, it's expensive for in in some ways for what it is, but also looks like it could be worth the money. Yeah, and then so you looked at like the lightsaber. The lightsaber looked like a collector's edition lightsaber. Yeah, it didn't look quality. it didn't look cheap. It looked more like um, one of the the replica uh, lightsaber handles that you can buy to put on display so you know it, it was as I said it wasn't done on the cheap so that's one to keep an eye on another thing that definitely uh, wasn't uh, cheap was the Philips razors and Philips have made three electric razors uh, of different um God, he just went through the red light cheeky bugger um for, for, so there was three price points, wasn't there? Yeah. There was, I mean, they were all over a hundred. I think R two was he like hundred nine or something? I think it was. I thought it was one forty nine. Yeah. I think the prices of him. Okay. So uh, there, you know, it might be around that kind of price. There was BB eight, which I think was about one hundred seventy nine. Yeah. And then there was a Kylo Ren, which was. 329 he said 299 but the sign said differently and I'll take his word for it um, and they all did various things like the R2D2 one didn't really do anything in particular BBA had some more lights and functions and uh, the, the Kylo Ren or the Sith one had even more functions and a lightsaber indi- like battery indicator and, and stuff like that um, but none of them played music, so that was a downside. Or had lasers. Or had lasers, which Philips, who make the electric razors, do offer on some of their razors. That is a, a thing they have, like laser tracking. Very, very odd. I don't, I don't understand how it works. But um, I mean, they look good, and they, but they were a bit expensive. And I've had bad experience, uh, bad experiences with um, with electric razors before, and I've, I've just got really dodgy facial hair so I don't mean just how it looks I mean how it how it cuts so I've yet to find one that actually really does what I need it to um, and it's a lot of money to spend the problem with electric razors is if you buy one and you don't like it you're a bit stuck you yeah, can't exactly. take it back so it's a big investment but they did look like a lot of fun um, and they would look really cool in the bathroom yeah so there is that as well um Uh, I think that was it, wasn't it? Um, so, oh, uh, we didn't talk about they. They had the Black Series figures. Yeah. They had three of them. Uh, they had, I think, was he a bad guy at the new one? Yeah, that, that, blue thing. Yeah. So whoever he is, um, like I just general something. General Toby, let's call him General Toby. Um, it began with it began with T anyway, but um, 
yeah, it was that. They had a Kylo Ren without a helmet. And if you notice, that Kylo Ren had no helmet whatsoever. No. Not and even packaged. No yeah, and you know what? That There was something... I read something about that where the directors changed the scars that he had. Oh. And I don't know how or why. They managed to get plastic but, to him earlier. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so that might be why. But, again, it didn't look very much like him. No. They did have a Luke. Yeah. Which looked the best of the three... But I don't think still looks good enough. No. And considering that's supposed to be the premium line, because these weren't the black series three and three quarters; these were the the six inch mm-hmm. versions, or however tall they they are. It's that kind of thing, isn't it? Uh, I think it was General Fane or something. Anyway, yeah. fuck it. Um, so Luke Skywalker. So he was the best of the three, but he, he still didn't look that great. And I held it for a while, debating whether or not to buy it, and I just put it back in the end I couldn't be bothered um, and that was really it there was a live brass band playing Star Wars music <laughs> a little bit um, lots of cosplayers in fact you could almost argue the cosplayers outnumbered the people that yeah. came in at one point um, and it just seemed a little bit subpar I think they treated it as a You've come to John Lewis and this is a shop and you're just going to look around our store. Yeah. They didn't actually bring anything to it to make it a um, Force Friday 2. Yeah. Nothing sort of put on or done to bring anything else apart from, as you say, a couple of people walking around in cosplay. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, Toys Us will probably do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it's not hard to convince a member of the public that like Star Wars to dress up in costume. No. Um, I mean, yes, we kind of had hoped and I suppose in a way expected there to be some kind of guess. And in fact, John Lewis, we heard some of the security outside say that they'd been told there would be special guests, but they couldn't, uh, they weren't allowed to be informed as to who they were. So, you know, I don't know if something fell through or, or whatever, but considering that you're having this event at your flagship, you made a big deal about it. It was exclusive invites. Um, it just felt flat. Yeah. Um, you know, you be, you're able to buy the products eight hours before other John Lewis customers. It just that didn't really seem enough to me. No. Um, and so it felt disappointing. The cantina uh, is open until Sunday. Sunday, but isn't serving drinks. So you can just go there and take some photos of an empty bar, <laughs> which doesn't make sense to me. I don't. Why would anyone want to do that? You don't go into a derelict pub, do you? And take pictures. You can get to work like MFI. Jesus. And yeah. Take some pictures of like empty kitchens. Oh, you know what? More interesting. Yeah. More interesting. Um, open the cupboards then yeah. slam the drawers <laughs> so, so that was us and we, we lasted until 20 to 2 it was supposed to go into 2 o'clock and to be honest at that time we'd seen everything about 5 times and nearly everyone had gone so we thought well nothing's going to happen so we thought we'll just start to make a move because um, even the cosplayers were being sent upstairs to get their vouchers or however they're getting paid 
Um, so as we left, um, we were discussing. If I, well, we were talking about how um, they hadn't. It didn't seem like they'd spend that much time doing it. And I said, I bet if we walk past Disney Store now, we'll probably see them putting the stuff out for tomorrow morning because they'll do it overnight. And so we thought, well, we'd, you know, it's just down the road. We was walking in that direction anyway. Let's have a quick look. As we got nearer to it, Graham spotted people leaving with bags. And we thought, surely not. And it turns out that despite up to two days ago, Disney saying that there would be no midnight openings for Disney stores, that the Disney store in Oxford Street, as it had done the last Force Friday, opened at midnight. Yeah. So... I was. Uh, we were both a bit surprised. I knew a guy that worked there who was luckily on the door. So although it was only like ten minutes before the shop closed, he let us uh, go in and have a mooch around. And they had way more variety in products. Like I think they. I, I didn't go and look, but they looked like they had nearly all the same Lego sets. Yeah. They. They. they yeah. They had uh, Funko Pops, which they had none of those in John Lewis, despite them advertising that they would do. Um, they had adults and children's costumes, which was new. They hadn't had adult costumes before. Uh, they had helmets, different lightsabers, uh, three and three quarter inch figures. There are elite figures, which is their version of the Black Series. And looks better than the Hasbro ones yeah definitely um, I only looked at Luke Skywalker but it looked more like Mark Hamill than the Hasbro one I think they've I mean I, I like that range of, for the first film but I think they've really come on leaps and bounds um, so and, and I said like you know what happened like, I was told there was no opening and um, there was going to be a VIP event for 100 people and then because they realised that that probably wouldn't you know, work out too well with sales. They decided to then make it a last-minute thing and, and invite people in half an hour after the store opened. So it opened for half an hour for a private event, and then at half twelve opened up fully. Um, and the annoying thing is, is that we walked out John Lewis with a crappy poster, <laughs> a limited uh, edition, limited edition crappy poster, <laughs> and and that was it. And had we gone to, had we known. And we'd gone to Disney store. We'd have probably spent money in there. Yeah, I got a bag. And got a bag because they 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 were they had special Star Wars bags yeah. as well, which you can buy, but that's not the point. No. And we probably would have. I thought there was a bit of rap going on. Um, but yeah, we we would have no doubt bought more bought well we would have bought more items because we'd have bought at least one. Yeah. Um, but their range was much better and now I'm probably going to go try and go to Disney store sooner rather than later to buy the stuff that I should have come home with tonight so very frustrating I mean they didn't have you know uh, unlike last time they didn't have any kind of celebrity guests or anything like that but they had more more items and frankly that made it a better event regardless you know Free drinks good, but the drinks weren't that nice. No. So they put a bit of effort into it. Again, the, the space wasn't massive in John Lewis, and but you could argue that the space they had for Star Wars it was even less than a Disney store, way less, and yet they packed more in. Wow. 
like we've we've uh, we didn't realise, but we are currently taking part in filming of the new Fast and Furious. Um, as cars go ridiculously fast down a tunnel. Um, I can hear police. I think. But anyway, um, so so this is all kind of got it right. I mean, where they got it wrong was they didn't bother to bloody advertise it. No. I can't believe. And I mean, I know um, because my friend worked the last event as well. I know they did really well. They took a lot of money on the first Force Friday because you had people eager to buy a product and you had a big range of it. Yeah. John Lewis only had really expensive items. Yeah, it was, it was all the top end of, you say, like the Lego sets were from sort of, BB-8 was 90 quid. Yeah. The Attack was 90 quid, I think. About that, yeah. Star Destroyer, 125. Was that how much it was? Yeah. Jesus. It didn't even look that big. No. Say the augmented reality, two fifty. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but you couldn't even buy that. No. That's the thing. And the Philips uh, razors you couldn't buy. October. So, did you say October? Yeah, I think it was October for the razors and November for the augmented reality. Um, but either either way, I mean, you're supposed to buy stuff there, mm-hmm. and it seemed like a chore, like. You weren't even near the tills, and I said to you, and I was wearing like Luke Skywalker. I didn't even know how much it cost, and I was like, I don't know where I pay for it. And you get to almost leave to pay, yeah. which you know I don't think is good business sense personally. But um, yeah, so it's a shame that they didn't, that Disney still didn't do the event properly, because I think it would have been much more successful. But they've clearly got a better range. We probably could have done half hour at John Lewis and gone down to the Disney store. Well, I mean, the thing is, I think we'd have done an hour because we were waiting to see if anything happened. But absolutely, you know, we were just, you know, kind of messing around, trying to, you know, wait for something to happen. And it didn't, so we left. Um, And yeah, we could have, we would have gone to Disney store and and bought stuff. and in fact, I mean, we, we did leave the Disney store with a Star Wars poster and a proper Star Wars poster, one from the actual film, yeah. rather than what they were giving out at John Lewis, which was a John Lewis commissioned picture promoting John Lewis and Star Wars, which seemed a bit odd because there's no, you know, it's not like John Lewis have got an exclusive range. No. They're selling stuff that other stores will sell. Their focus was just on the higher end of it. That was that was it there was nothing exclusive about it at all so all in all I think we're both um, we can both say we were glad we still went but I think we can also say we were disappointed in what they put on and it just didn't feel special enough like Smith's Toys uh, which is a bit like Toys R Us for those who don't know they're doing Force Friday on Saturday <laughs> um, but they are giving away a lightsaber every hour so at least that's a reason for you to go um, you know it just it just, just felt like it was a missed opportunity and I think the problem is is that John Lewis is a brand synonymous with quality and they like to be seen as uh, you know in a, I suppose in a way a bit superior 
Yeah. Um, and so, therefore, I expect them, knowing how well Disney had done themselves in a smaller space, um, I expect them to do an event that was better than it was. They think they're the publics against the Walmart. Very good, okay. Yeah, so that, that kind of explains it for you. <laughs> um, and and it just came off as a poor imitation, really. Um, will I do this again in two years' time? Yeah, because I'm a monk. Yeah. We, we like Star Wars, and therefore, if there's going to be a special event, we're going to go to it. But I think this, like, Force Friday 2 felt like less of an event than what they do for May the 4th. Yeah, and again, I don't know, I think the people who've organised it aren't Star Wars people. Right. I think they're marketing and sales people who thought, what can we do to get a few people in early, make a few quid, and it's just fell flat on it, really. Yeah. I'll be interested I'll see if I can see anyone's reactions online because I'm sure people will be lots of people taking pictures and recording stuff so I'm sure there must be some stuff online but it'll be interesting to see if if maybe we're just misers and and everyone had a good time but I just don't see how people really were so yeah so there you go we're still uh, still excited for the film and I think it's going to be, uh, well, it's going to be good, Star Wars. But, um, yeah, it just, just felt like a little bit of a dance rib. And I'll look forward to buying my Star Wars products in the coming weeks from other places. Um, but, you know, but thanks. On, on the positive side, though, yeah, we did get chocolate rice crispy squares. We did get chocolate, and I forgot about that. We did get chocolate rice crispy squares while we was waiting in the queue. So there was that. Oh, and you got interviewed for some random thing. Yeah, which wasn't really an interview, was it? No, but he did ask you on a scale of uh, Nought to Jedi how excited you were. Yeah. Which I've looked into and I found that isn't actually a scale. No. He made it up. So. If he said Nought to Jar Jar Binks, which is a scale. It's more of a scale. <laughs> it's definitely more of a scale. Although, really, you could argue that scale is then Nought to Three. I think that's the highest you can get. You know, you can possibly put Jar Jar Binks as being. Not to kill myself. <laughs> Not to my life is over. No one's that lucky. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're glad we we went. I mean, it's now late. It's now quarter to three in the morning. Poor Graham is driving back. Um, what time we got work tomorrow? Uh, should be up about six. Excellent. So Graham's going to get about four hours sleep, which is exactly the amount of. Sleepy knees before he needs to go to work, of course. At least you're not, at least you're getting the train, I suppose, tomorrow. Yeah. So, so I actually have a sleep. two and a half hours sleep time ago. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, not going to bother. Nah, what's the point? Yeah. Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, at least in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can finally be drunk. Um, but yeah, so that's it for the False, False Friday uh, review, I suppose. Um, thank you, Graham, for being my guest. Thank you for, for joining in. More importantly, thank you for driving as well as you do. You're very welcome. Yeah. And uh, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll be able to coax them on again. Maybe in time for yeah, yeah. False Friday 3. <laughs> uh, which I think would be False Friday with Vengeance. I'm not sure what they'd call that one. 
but uh, yeah. Anyway, peace out. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash disafterdark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support. Podcast.